What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Healthy alive. Don't have riots in the streets. So, wait, yeah, some places do. Um, yes, we do. But, we do. yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's, well, it's, it's okay around here. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good. In places like Seattle and places like Portland and places like Oakland, New York, not so much. Uh, and Austin as well. Not so much, but we're going to talk about that later on this afternoon. But I want to start this morning with New Jersey, right? New Jersey, there is a uh, there's an issue up there with a gym. You remember the New Jersey governor? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Phil Murphy. You know, the guy that takes his um, <laughs> takes his orders from somebody. I can't remember. Uh, Did on. you consult an attorney? Uh, I called up Cardinal Tobin, uh, Cardinal Joe Tobin in Newark. Uh, OK. All right. So, yeah, that guy. Right. He, he calls up. Yeah. Now, yeah. see. He doesn't doesn't take his orders from you know an attorney or anything. He doesn't check with an attorney when he when he overrides the Constitution of the United States. No, no, no. See, he doesn't do that. He just calls up Cardinal Joe Tobin in Newark. Well, apparently, Governor Phil Murphy he decided to go after a specific gym. There's a pair of New Jersey gym owners that say that they're not going to be locked out and bullied of their own gym. So they've taken it upon themselves to. Uh, and by the way, this is the one I believe this is this is the same gym that said that, uh, you know, where they sent the police down there to shut it down and they didn't. I'm pretty sure that that's what it was. But on Friday, a state judge ruled that New Jersey authorities can shutter their facility in the bound and contempt of court. So what have they done? <laughs> they actually the judge awarded the state the ability to come and padlock the doors. So the two had been there for over 48 hours, running the gym 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And they got some volunteers. So what did they do? They took the doors off the hinges so they couldn't padlock the doors. They took the doors off the hinges. They've already locked our doors once. It's our private property. Uh, and this is a place that we've built and spent all of our time creating. And we refuse to be locked out and bullied by the governor again. So they've taken it upon themselves to take all of their gym equipment. Every day they do this. They take all of their gym equipment out into the parking lot. <laughs> Not making this up. And they've created... A maz is in kind of like what they did in Chaz, you know, at the at the uh, at the top of uh, Capitol Hill in uh, in Seattle. And it says that they've created the anti Murphy autonomous zone. So they've actually put their gym out in the parking lot uh, and they, they put all their equipment out there. And you can see people are out there socially distanced and, and working out and everything. And those that like to stick around and, and hang out and uh, help the uh, help the two owners, they put all the equipment back in every night and they bring it all back out the next morning. So that's what they've been doing uh, in order to um, to keep their business open. What do you guys think of that? Why haven't they pulled the person's business license, the gym's business license? Why haven't they pulled it? I don't it? know. I have no idea. Uh, it just says that they've shut down the gyms mm -hmm. because because of, then they, uh, then they can get them for operating a business without a license. Yeah, but under what grounds are you going to pull a license for a business like that? Uh, not following new regulations. If they put it, no, not following regulations. You can get your license pulled by. <laughs> People think that we live in a free country when it comes to business. Far from it. If they say that you can't, your door has to be 22 inches wide and it's 21, you are not allowed to operate your business. Is a gym allowed to be working? Allowed, are they allowed to be outside? 
is the business is said. the way they describe their business they have to be said, able to be outside what they've yeah. said what the business has said is that and this is under their advice of their attorney they say we can operate our business safely and responsibly we've shown that to be true it says we haven't had a single case of covid reported and we have everybody's records here so if they can operate everything safely if they can do it then i don't see the problem I really don't see the problem. Look, you cannot shut down a business arbitrarily like they're doing anyway. I don't give a damn what the government says. I don't give a damn. Mm -hmm. It's arbitrary. It's illegal. And it's unconstitutional. You can't do it. You cannot do it. We have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And I take the pursuit of happiness in the sense of you're running a business. That's your pursuit of happiness, if that's what you want to do. If that is your calling in life, you want to own and operate and build a business, then that is you on your way to being happy. That is not a slippery slope. That's ironclad. Yeah, because what if it's to be happy to harm people? Yeah, you can you can make that argument all day long about the public health and harming people and all that stuff. That's a that's a minute point because there's a hundred million things out there that can kill you every day. So a pandemic, especially the one like they're using it, the way they've cooked it up with all the numbers and the tests and all this crap. Right. If this was as bad as what they're saying, why isn't it everywhere else? Why is it just there? Well, to GP's point specifically, if your if your enjoyment is to harm other people, right, you can't infringe upon other people's life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. So it's a self-regulating system in a sense. You can go out and do whatever the hell you want, but the minute you start infringing upon other people's rights, life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, or you know any of the other constitutional rights, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of the press, so on and so forth. Okay, how about harming animals, lighting them on I fire? I get what you're saying. That makes you happy. That- that's that's a completely different subject. That's a completely different subject. That that's not we're not talking about uh, building a business here because if this is the case, then everyone's going to live in a bubble and no one's ever going to do anything. So we might as well just not even be here. I'm disagreeing you with you. How? No, <laughs> we're cockroaches. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, the thing is, is animals aren't given constitutional rights, but. That aside, going back to the business thing, this actually infuriates me that the government thinks they can come in and, you know, dictate. I I know we're not. This is what government does, blah, blah, blah. We're not really uh, a free nation anymore. And and your point is valid. Nonetheless, it still Mm -hmm. infuriates me. Yeah, Uh, this is. GP's right. The government doesn't have to have any kind of reason. to. uh, They don't have to have a valid reason to pull your business license. They can just pull your business license. Yeah, no, it, it's it's not legal, but who who determines it's whether it's legal or not? And it, it's not constitutional, true, but why do they care? Because they've just determined it's illegal. So who's going to stop them? Who's going to resist? You, you, I mean, law enforcement's going to arrest you. This is the, this is the um, the gym that the law enforcement officer came in and said, you know, I'm not going to arrest you guys. You know, have a good day. Blah blah blah. Whatever he said. And an hour later probably had his ass chewed out by, you know, the the police chief or whatever. And he went back and started arresting people as they were leaving. So what are you supposed to do? And then and then they the judges will try him and they get they get convicted of, uh, you know, of what uh, whatever they whatever they can drum up. It just uh, I don't know. It, it, it's infuriating. So good on him for for standing up. But the problem is, is I don't I don't think they have any backing and this is just going to be a, 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 a an example. They're, they're going to use them as an example. Then other people that might stand up aren't going to stand up and it's going to push them down, uh, unfortunately. Government's bad. OK, yes. And it's just uh, I, I I want to believe in the government. I want to trust them. But government's bad. And an, I just, All right. oh, this okay. stuff burns me up. It, I know I get you, man. It burns me up, too. And you know something? As much as he doesn't want to admit it. 
it burns GP up too. It does. I know it does. <laughs> yeah. Deep, deep down inside, it burns him up too. Okay, let's go ahead and jump over to something else. Let's jump over to, um, I think you got something about Walmart, don't you, Bruce? Yeah, so there was um, an issue in Marshall, Minnesota, uh, Walmart down there. Uh, a couple came in with uh, Nazi flag masks, uh, face Interesting. masks. Interesting. Yeah. So I get the idea no, behind I, it. I, I get the idea right, behind it. Right. So basically the idea is, according to the couple, it's a protest both against socialism and the, the mandated mask wearing uh, policies. So, you know, I, I get the... I get the protest. Usually these kind of protests that are like this are usually meant to really attract attention, you know, and that swastika on your mask is really going to attract attention, right? Going a little attention. bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, so Walmart has uh, they filed a trespass notice uh, against the couple. So basically they're barred from visiting any Walmart facility for at least a year now. Though I, I I agree with the sentiment that it's, you know, it, it's within businesses' rights to be able to do this, you know, at the same time over a face mask. Really? You're going to mandate it? And when someone comes in with their freedom of speech, you know, th- this is in that category and, and protest against, you're going to stifle it and give a, tr- a trespass warning? It's petty and childish from both parties. It's stupid, but... It's within their rights as a business. It is. And like I said, I get where the couple's coming from, because if you look at the mandates themselves, that's kind of what it is. That's the feeling you get out of it is, look, these are a bunch of fascist creeps. They're handing this down onto people arbitrarily. There's no law. And they're saying we have to do this. That's essentially no different than uh, than labeling uh, the poor Jews at the time. Right. It's the same concept. Right. So I get what they're doing. Is it appropriate? No, but I understand what they're doing. Do, do you remember in the beginning of this whole pandemic, we saw a guy that was running around. We saw photos of a guy that was running around doing the same thing. And there was a big media storm about it. Do, do you remember that? Yeah. 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 But it's silly. I mean, come on. You're going to mandate the mask. And then I, I, I just I think it's silly to to really start targeting people because of, you know, freedom. If it's OK for me to take a religious figurine and put it in a jar of urine and call that art and have it displayed in a gallery, and that's considered free speech, then a couple wearing a Nazi face mask into a Walmart to buy their groceries or what have you, I mean, it's on the same level. It's just your perspective. Yeah. They're both distasteful. Well, yes. It, like I said, it's it's not appropriate. I mean, I like I said, I understand where they're coming from. But I mean, I, and I understand the message they're trying to send here. It wasn't a, something that's in promotion of, hey, we support that ideology. No, that's not what it is. It's you people in the government are going to hand this down to us. This is what we're going to wear as our protest to it. And this is what we're going to put on as a uh, as a sign to other people. That's that's what I'm taking away from it. That's that's what I'm thinking that it's more along the lines of. But again, the bigger concern here is the business, right? So it's the business's right to ban them. I don't agree with it, but it's their right to have them trespass from their property. Uh, unfortunately, that's just how it is. And I've worked with companies before that uh, have similar policies over the years, and they will take nearly the same kind of action. They'll, they'll trespass them. And then uh, if they come back onto their property while that trespass is in effect, then they can be charged with trespassing. And that's all there is to it. Uh, and the police can be called and they'll, they'll be uh, removed from the property. But private property, private business, I mean, it's it's within their right. If you've got somebody going around inside the store 
and they're walking around eating food, for example, because it's in a Walmart, right? If they're walking around eating food Mm -hmm. or they're putting on the clothes from the clothing department or whatever or changing out their pair of shoes and they don't pay for it. They just walk out. Well, that's the same thing that you would trespass somebody for. So it's a business's right to do that. I I agree. But here's a here's a a valid question i would think in this walmart is heavily subsidized they're not really necessarily a private business they're a government affiliate basically i mean they're not directly associated with the government but they receive funding from the government so yeah where do we draw the line on them being able to you know businesses having these rights if you will i'm not sure we are going down yeah, we're, we're going down that road. I think the only person that could possibly answer that, Bruce, would be uh, Chief Justice John Roberts. Uh, that, that's the only person I think could answer that. <laughs> right. Um, and I'm, sh- I'm sure, I'm sure that he would rule in favor of the Constitution. I have no doubt about that. Oh, yeah. No, no question. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> right. Turncoats. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh-huh, uh-huh. he's done it again, by the way. Uh, but we'll talk about that tomorrow. I think he's done it again. Like it was I'll, I'll just give a little preview. It was the First Amendment. Right. As it related to churches. I'm just going to say that. Right. You and I will look into it later and we'll talk about it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But it was the First Amendment. It's not like, oh, um, this is like the 13th or the 15th or whatever. And you had to read down into it. No, it was the First Amendment. It was about the freedom of religion. And he ruled against it. <laughs> so, yeah. So we'll, we'll get into the details about that, uh, about that couple wearing the the, the Nazi face mask. <laughs> right. Are, are, are we are we that far that's the from first, that's actually the first amendment. being Nazi? <laughs> that's the First yeah, Amendment. Yeah. Uh, that's the only reason I made yeah. reference to it. So it, it's a it's it's cuckoo land. I told you I told you before we started, I said to a schizophrenic, the world probably looks pretty normal right now. So, you know, I, I could see that. All right. Rutgers University has declared grammar to be racist. So grammar's racist now. I, I just like to point this out. Are you right? You would think Rutgers University, right? Are you? Uh-huh. Did you see the photo that they have up there? Did, did you did you see that? No, I I don't think you, I see you, that. You missed that Rutgers University. Are you right? That's the typical school logo, right? Well, mm-hmm. out on campus, they've put together a wonderful mural. Uh, it looks looks like it has, of course, the R, right, and it has the U. Okay, big red letters, of course, you know, school colors. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. those two letters are capitalized in the word that goes across the uh, uh, looks like the quad there of revolutionary. So. Is declaring grammar to be racist? Is that revolutionary? Is that what we're taking away from this? Um, what? I, so I okay okay. <laughs> there is some, shall we say, racist tinges uh, in grammar. Uh, I'll give them that, right? So if you uh-huh. if you want to really be a racist on the on the subject, you can look at the different communities and their lingo. Uh, you know, the slang terms they use and everything, right? Different communities or groups of people use different slangs, different accents, different. So, you know, the grammar is different. It's structured differently. And, you know, white people typically have their own grammar and structure. Black people have their own grammar structure. And so, I mean, there is an element of of uh, difference there, but to call it racist, that's 
that's a bit of a stretch. The English Department at Rutgers University has declared the proper use of grammar is a hidden form of racism because it disadvantages students of multilingual, non-standard academic English backgrounds. Hmm. Grammar is rather boring. The critical grammar approach challenges the standard academic form of the English language in favor of a more inclusive writing experience. Inclusive. How is writing not inclusive? How's, how's that? What? You can write whatever you want. It's pretty straightforward writing, is it not? Like, we, yeah. we have a system... A, a we keep a system for grammar right in in this language now it's uh-huh. it's a it's a, a mishmash of like three different languages together right all claiming to be one single language but nonetheless we have a system and the reason we keep a system like this is to keep order and understanding so we have this standard across the board the curriculum puts an emphasis on the variability of the english language instead of accuracy well see bruce we don't need accuracy we we don't need understanding you just need to know that you're guilty of whatever they say you're guilty of right (laughs) this this, right this approach that's what it is i'm sorry that that's what it is Mm -hmm. this approach challenges the familiar dogma that writing instruction should limit emphasis on grammar and sentence level issues so as not to put students from multilingual, non-standard academic English backgrounds at a disadvantage. Um, uh, learn English? I, I don't know what to say. Like, I, I mean, <laughs> what, what do you want me to say to that? English is the most widely okay. spoken language throughout the world. It's a, it's a world language. It will get you everywhere on this planet. Well, mostly everywhere. Yeah, most places. Yeah, but Except in France. It won't get you anywhere in France. Go ahead. <laughs> right. But here's the thing. Okay, when we're we're talking in academics, right? You're learning in school, you're trying to do the best to your abilities, right? So teachers will will grade you based upon your abilities, right? It kind of a Correct. standard. That's that's Correct. what we expect in schools. Right. Now that's why we when have you grades. get out it, exactly. When you get out into the real world, right? Typically when you're having a conversation with someone, if you've ever written it down, grammar is terrible in conversations. It's horrible. Yes. It's all about a system when you go into writing, right? And you're going into, for example, you go into the uh, the world of business or corporations and you're writing emails to one another. That's where it's important to have grammar. And it's also important to have it just to, to hold a conversation, you know? And it's it, different but, grammar. It's different grammar in business, especially at the corporate level. Right. Because you have to use all that. Right. They call it corporate jargon. You have to talk like that. Mm-hmm. So why is it why is it bad we're teaching this? Why is it bad that we're we're why is it bad we're trying to better off these people? I mean, if you know these things and you you know how to it, it's it's giving you an, a leg up, if you will. Listen to you. These people like mm-hmm. like they're like mm-hmm. they're a lower class. You hear do you hear the do you hear the animosity in your voice, Bruce, in your tone? You hear it? Mm. These people. Yeah, my, my privilege <laughs> and everything again. Yeah. Your privilege, yeah. It's, uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, that's what it is. Instead, it encourages students to develop a critical awareness of a variety of choices available to them with regard to micro level. There's that. I love that. I love when the, I love when the yes. academic left talks about micro levels of something. I, I love when yes. they do that. Mm. Uh, with regard to micro level issues in order to empower them. See, they're taking it away mm. from you. So it's empowering. They're taking that that old irrelevant thing away from you. They're going to give you a system that's going to empower you, right? It's going to empower them and equip them to push against biases based on written accents. These people make me sick. I, I you just, know, yeah. Well, Go ahead. Uh, we, we, we've, I don't, maybe we've talked about it off air. I don't know that we've really talked about it on air. Uh, it's been, I mean, you know, we've been doing this for a year now, so there's been a lot of conversations, but the idea of not having a standard language here in the U S like 
we're not uniformly saying, you know, you have to learn English when you come to the United States. Right. Now, the point, I, I honestly think we should. And it's not because, oh, I'm being racist and, you know, I'm, I'm against all these other things. I want people to be equipped so that when they come here, they don't get duped by someone that speaks English and is manipulating them, you know, or confusing them or, or what have you. They don't know the, the trends here. I want people to be well equipped so that they can come here and, you know, find the best job that they can get. I want them to come up and, and pull themselves up. So I want to well equip them to do that. So yes. by having a standard like, you know, you need to learn English, for example, same thing with writing, same thing with grammar. I want you to learn it to better yourself so that you can succeed. Leonidas Johnson, a speech pathologist. Interesting profession, I have to say. <laughs> I've never heard of that one. A speech pathologist and libertarian activist said the school's change, which I'm curious about what he says here, said the school's change makes the racist assumption that minorities cannot comprehend traditional English. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Johnson called the change insulting, patronizing, and in itself extremely racist. The idea that expecting a student to write grammatically correct sentences is indicative of racial bias is asinine. It's like these people... Oh, he says it too. I mean, you see, you see, Bruce. He's he's got to be. He's racist too. These people, mm -hmm. the way he puts it. Oh, it's yes, like these yes. people believe yeah. that being non-white is an inherent handicap or learning disability. That's racism. He's right. He it has become right. very clear. Yeah, he is. It has become very clear to me that those who claim to be anti-racist are often the most racist people in this country. Can I buy this man a coffee? Is that right. is that possible? Can Can I buy you some pie and some coffee? As long as you're not in New York. Right. Because apparently I can't get you pie and coffee in New York and, and ice cream. It's just not going to happen. Right. That's, that's right. Because right. of the uh, new ruling. Yeah, you, can't, you can't serve. Mm -hmm. You can't serve a slice of pie or cake in New York. It's, re, it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. But anyway, uh, no, this guy's right. The ones that are out there that are hollering about all this stuff, the, the ones that are out there making a big deal about all this, they're a bunch of weird white people. That's what it is. How are you supposed to, to combat that from an intellectual standpoint, from a, a standpoint of reason? How are you supposed to sit down and have a discussion with that? It's not possible. I mean, I, I like to think that it is, but these people just don't have the wherewithal to have a debate about anything. All that's been removed from them. You know, we're being too serious on this one. Just far too yeah, serious. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I was going to point out that uh, you're hounding me about these people and you, you went and did, did it I yourself. Did I say these people? <laughs> did I say these you people? You said it, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. How are you supposed to have a conversation? Like I was saying, how are you supposed to have a conversation with these people? It's just, it's, it's I don't know. We are going to have to jump out of here this morning, Bruce. We didn't talk about space today. Can you, you believe that? There's some stuff about Mars I wanted to talk about today. We didn't have any time. Yeah, well, I guess, you know, we'll just have to talk about it tomorrow. I guess we'll have to talk about it tomorrow. All right. We're going to have to jump out of here. So thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. For all these topics and more, please check us out later on today. We're going to be talking riots. And I hope everyone has a great morning.